0: Are you saying you faked with me? Yeah. I
1: just can't say so Long, now you're single. What do you know about sexual relations? Is it true that if you don't use
2: it, you lose it? I'm a
1: little worried about being a slut. You're listening to the Come With Us podcast, presented by Darling Way, talking the good, the kinky, and the ugly.
0: Here are your hosts, Beth, Aaron, and Tina.
1: Hello, hello, all you sexy holes and poles. Whether you're a voyeur or an exhibitionist, this is this episode for you. Welcome to Come With Us podcast, where you're part of the naughty, sexy, fun conversations everyone wants to listen in on. Today, we are diving deep into those of us who want to be seen and those of us who want to watch others, whether or not they know it. Exhibitionism, exhibitionism and voyeurism, it's one of the most popular fetishes around the world probably. And uh, we've got some ideas, some stories, and think about how anybody can just kind of explore and uh, push their edges a little bit. I'm Beth Darling, your sexy genius, dean of sexyedschool.com. We're smart, successful, and even spiritual people go for their graduate degree in love. I'm so glad you're here. It is our sexy pleasure. I'm here with the gorgeous Tina, the handsome Aaron, and let's just dive into all things exhibitionist and voyeuristic. Okay well, so voyeurism is the um the thrill of watching other people um, and in this case we're specifically talking about in uh, getting a sexual thrill from watching people and frankly, you could be get voyeuristic thrill watching somebody do something that's not even sexual, so for example, somebody might just be really turned on watching somebody cook and put their hands in it you know in in something or hell doing laundry right you can get turned on by anything but it's a sexual thrill watching people and exhibitionism is that there is a sexual thrill or a little bit of a turn on from the idea that other people can or are seeing you do something yeah
0: you more like to expose yourself versus you know voyeurism be like the person like to watch somebody doing or observing yes right basically one is one is being the actual uh the stage show the other one's being the audience
1: Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. The witness or the um, actor. Yeah, exactly. So that's it. And in this case, it's a it's a sexual thrill. So, for example, when I was um, practicing at divorce law and I was a board certified divorce specialist, family law specialist, and people would still say to me, oh, what do you specialize in? And I would look at them kind of like, hello. But my answer, my flippant answer was voyeurism. And I didn't realize that I really did kind of mean it in a sexual way. But for me, I've always wanted to know people's stories. And that gives me a thrill. Um, It's not knowing just about their sexy life, but knowing intimate aspects of their life has always turned me on. It's why I like reading biographies and memoirs and everything. So um, now I understand that there is a little bit of a sexual sort of Um, secrecy, um, a little taboo, seeing things that aren't necessarily just for the public's eye. And I feel like I'm in on the secret, sort of. I don't know. Do you guys have that? Have you ever experienced? I definitely
2: have a little bit of exhibitionism.
1: Yeah? What about the voyeurism?
2: mm, I'm not sure about the voyeurism, but like live voyeurism? I mean, it's interesting, I guess. Well, you
1: love porn, so isn't that... Yeah,
2: I guess that's like a form of it, but um i don't know if that like I if th- we classified that as voyeurism then the majority of people are voyeurs or at least the majority of m- men and maybe like a lot of women more than yeah. half i don't know how many anyways well, whatever the yeah, statistics are in watching porn a lot of people who wouldn't consider themselves voyeurs voy- yeah because i wouldn't classify voyeurs. that as
0: voyeurs because that's just that would be saying like if you enjoy watching movies No, you don't enjoy watching, like, that's not the thrill of the movie. Like, you just watch the movie for this, like, people watch porn for what it is, not because of, oh, this is giving me an insight into somebody else's activities. Now, like, amateur stuff, that would be more, but even, like, so when dug up this study, it was 2013 out of Sweden, they asked almost 2,500 people, and 76.4% of the males that they uh, surveyed said that they're more voyeuristic. And, I mean, I fall into that category. I have that, I don't know if I, like, more, have that real...
1: More voyeuristic look. than exhibitionist, or...
0: No, well, I'm it's at 76.4% is the number of male, of the number of voyeurs who were male.
1: Oh, okay, so, okay. So,
0: um, and it makes more sense to me that way, because, well, especially nowadays, is because, like, m- my age group, I grew up with the internet... And when I had my, and I'm going to preface this, I'm going to get us out of legal indemnity right here, or I'm going to indemnify, I don't know what the hell the word is there. Uh, you can't take this and legally come after us or say that we're giving advice because I do not condone this, but as an underage teenage boy, the most common like thing that, that boomed in the internet during my coming of age was cam girl sites. Right. So you were watching and some of them were sexual, some of them were not. Some of them was just like a girl setting up a camera in her bathroom while she did her makeup and stuff. So I feel like that probably contributed to guys my age because there was regular porn, but there was always that pop of like, here, watch this girl play with herself while you're while she doesn't know if you're, or not even that she doesn't know, but like, here, watch this girl play with herself and then go about her life. Like, it kind of encouraged it.
1: Right. Okay, and I think so, maybe that's where what we're missing is actually, so the voyeurism, The difference between porn and otherwise, it's that porn is done specifically for the camera and for the person watching. It's planned out. It's it's all that. Yeah, exactly. Versus so voyeurism is more it's watching somebody do something where they're just simply doing it versus. Yeah, they would be doing it whether
0: or not you were watching.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. so there we go. So you're right. And the cam girl movement, again, a lot of that was about catching them where um they didn't quite know even though there might be or it's like the reality shows Well, yeah no, i mean where yeah. the camera's there but you tend to forget about it yeah and, stuff.
0: and i mean like an older generation will go oh well it was like you know peeking in the window at the the hot yeah. neighbor or whatever like that but yeah but this was like i think the the cam girl movement in the you know early to mid 2000s took all of that like what would be classified as like creepy or peeping tom kind right. of thing where like hey don't go looking in somebody's window when they don't want you to that's fucking weird right uh and it more so gave the power back to the individual who again an exhibitionist who wa- didn't mind anybody looking at them got turned on by people looking at them whatever they were doing and got to show off and then of course if there's something out there people are going to find a way to make money off of it people yeah. did
1: yeah yeah yeah. Okay. That that's true. So cam girls, yeah, really did t- totally change the whole interaction. It changed porn, quite frankly. Because- it changed
0: porn, but it also kind of changed. Uh, like it brought it out as more dominant fetish. I think.
1: Yeah, because you
0: because people because, had access again, to it because it was allowed. It was okay. Teenage boys yeah. were, you know, you snuck away and found a computer in the house that nobody else was around or late at night when everybody was asleep, and that was what like that was easy to access
1: and did you have to pay for that no really because so this get was a quick little glimpse they'd let you have like a well, few it minutes depends. Yeah. like
0: i mean i haven't honestly haven't, haven't looked at a cam site in a while but yeah at the time it was still so noon and fresh it wasn't really a like pay to get on it was more of a like it was still in the infancy stage of like hey this is just what we're doing like i'm guessing that they made their money off of ad revenue of how many ads were being on the sidebar and stuff like that, like a normal website. Oh, I see. Rather than a pay-to-play kind of thing. Oh, that could be. Um, But no, I've never actually done the pay-to-play kind of thing. See, when I think of
2: voyeurism, I think that both parties have consented to be watched. That's when I think of voyeurism. No,
1: and that... would In a sexual way. Right, in the day and age of this, you know, consent (laughs) um, idea that might be a reasonable thing. Like that might be a good thing as that's perhaps the difference of somebody being a peeping Tom and getting caught in the bushes, looking in a window versus somebody saying, okay, you can do this. But um, I think voyeurism is not, does not necessarily the thrill to the person watching does not necessarily include consent. And sometimes um, it could be more, I I would say a voyeur without breaking laws like peeping in somebody's window and stuff which is clearly illegal and amoral and or immoral excuse me and and bad but if you if you go by um, a restaurant table like a cozy little table and people are there and you suddenly catch somebody's nipple slipping out of her shirt or something like that or you see somebody's hand right there's a little bit of a voyeur voyeuristic thrill and it's not necessarily that the other, that the people there are consenting other than the fact that they are in a place where there's a chance of being Like, yeah, a, a
0: woman walking down the sidewalk wearing a dress and the wind blows it up a little bit and you can see that she has, yeah, like, what yes. kind of underwear isn't, she has on. is that That's just... just
2: yes. Okay, isn't that just, like, arousal to me? Like, that would be the same as seeing, like... Like, I don't see the difference.
1: Because some might just... For some, there's an extra thrill. Let's say the woman walking by, so her dress is up. So you're right. Some men, some people, women too, might just get aroused at seeing a woman's underwear. But voyeurism is that extra little thrill. That's oh, I wasn't supposed supposed to. to.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like it was like a uh, a A a divine act that gave me the glimpse into what she did not plan on showing off to everybody. Yeah, yeah. That's the voyeurism part. Just part of it. And I mean, uh, I guess it depends, too, because still, again, the consent part of it is still, I feel like, would be a big thing is because, I don't know. I Maybe right. I just don't want to feel like a creep. I wouldn't want exactly. to feel like a creep.
1: And, and so I think that's really important. So, for example, when you go to swingers clubs or places like that or sex parties and things like that, or even over to somebody's house, um, frankly, um, frat parties and things like that, you shouldn't just be walk in and watch people having sex, right? You should basically ask permission. Is it okay if I'm here? Or do y'all know the door is open and everybody can see you and get that consent. But if they say yes, um, or they make it easy for people to see, then you do have that sort of implied consent, if you will. So at, at swingers clubs, for example, or sex parties, there'll be rooms where they can close the door. And if the door is closed, you are not supposed to open it and watch them that they haven't consented to that. If the door is open and they're in one of these clubs or something or a party, they know that the door is open and that people can then stand there and watch and they consent to that. How That's common is that? Very.
0: Weird. That yeah. would cre- See, then again, I would feel kind of like a, I, I don't know, if, I'd feel kind of like a creep just Wait, sitting there to- watching, like standing there watching a group of people have sex like right in front of me. Like that would...
1: Well, except that when you know, they know you're watching and there are other people doing it also then it's kind of like if, if you think you we at the beginning you said sort of actors and audience well if somebody's acting and there's nobody in the audience it's a little bit boring so if these are people who are want to be on stage who want the spotlight on them they kind of want an audience so I therefore you're just, doing the role that they actually want
0: yeah there's probably a mental hang-up in my in my psyche that says hey that'd be weird like don't be a weirdo because I've, yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, so that's why though swingers clubs will have rules that they'll only allow, they'll allow single women all the time usually, but they'll only allow single men on certain nights or some nights will, they'll just say no single men. And they do that because they don't want it to just be, I forget the term. They don't want it to look
0: like a zoo. They like Yeah, they don't random. want just a line
1: of, right, yeah. cocks just watching and etc. So it's more, the idea is that, I think in a swingers club that sometimes you might be watching and sometimes you might be the one showing. Yeah, and it's a give or take. But you don't have to. I I do have clients that go to swingers clubs. They literally just watch every time. Just they, they're a couple. They're very happy. They're very monogamous. They're very fe- faithful. But they get turned on. They they love well, to that's see. Exhibitionism, they like to
2: right.
1: No, if they're just they watching, like watch. they I like watch. to watch. But but they also have some exhibitionism because they like to get dressed in ways that they wouldn't. They wouldn't show up in their regular life. So she'll wear much more revealing, you know, low cleavage, high skirts, thigh high pantyhose, garter belts, fuck me shoes. He'll wear um, just more out there sort of um, shorts on button and stuff. So in that sense, they're willing to contribute to being sort of seen in a sexy environment, but they don't actually get naked they don't engage in anything more than just yeah that's I was gonna say. they don't do anything
0: they don't do anything sexual usually there they just go there enjoy it and then go home and let that like that's charging a battery for them. that
1: right and they they will make out together yeah. she'll sit on his lap so they'll be doing all sorts of touching that again they wouldn't be this bold in their quote normal life but in the club but they, they won't will do, do so. anything
0: that they wouldn't do on the couch like while watching a movie
1: well, no, because on their own couch they might just start fucking. And well, they wouldn't, yeah, but, but yeah, like, but yeah. So heavy petting and, yeah. and discreet. They're they're discreet, but by the time they get in the car, like they are so ready and horny to go home and be with each other. It's yeah. just incredible. So, um, but that's how I think they avoid feeling the creepy is that they go, they show up, they dress appropriately, they do give their own mild version of what it is right they're participating they're savoring they're not judging so it doesn't feel like they're taking advantage of they're not just lurking and like oh don't look at me they're just like hey you can look at us we're just not doing that
0: yeah i guess i think of it wrong because i I would think of it like just a like i'm not a single man but that would be my my in my thought process that would be the way i would go about like if i were single yeah so i don't like if my wife said she wanted to go and just watch people at like would i go yeah i mean i've told her whatever fetish you want to try i'll probably almost assuredly at least try it once but right that's yeah i, I guess if you, you, i guess if you have somebody else there that's with you that like you're part of a couple enjoying and you enjoy it together rather than just the dude standing there by himself that's different
1: yeah and I think- and it's less creepy Right. And I think that somehow also if you are a single guy, because let's face it, there are guys who are single. They're in in between relationships and they are open and interested. So they can go and instead of if you just kind of walk in and you just sort of stand and watch and don't talk to everybody, it again, it's this idea that you're just lurking that that is the creepy. If you're there and you can socialize, if you can talk to the other people around you, if you're willing to engage, and then there might be a, a couple or somebody there who's like wants to play with you and then be willing to do so. I think it's really just a question of whether you're on the fringe, whether you're dressed appropriately, whether you're handling yourself in a more confident, open um, attitude, that, um, or if you just look like you're basically taking and not giving anything in return.
2: Yeah, I think that, like, I don't know. I think there's still a different, like, to me, you have to differentiate between when you do this. Because honestly... What? like differentiate between between when there's consent on all sides and there's no consent on one side like you're watching like for example and also between whether it's sexual or just curiosity for like for example you know there are these videos of people who've been at like a bar and like a and you know they've on the other side there's been like two people fucking and it's like really in like people are like what the fuck like they're yelling they're screaming they're cheering the guy on but at the same time i don't think people those people are necessarily like that turned on like that's girls and guys like maybe but which people
1: are not turned on the ones the people in the bar no the The, people in the the bar and the ones who are fucking
2: don't know that other people are watching them you know if they're in a bar and they're fucking no 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 they're fucking in like an apart sorry apartment across the street like in a window where they didn't close the blinds or something uh, like that where you might not as which is in and right. of itself, like you probably do know, but at the same time, like you know, I think well, it's it's there's yeah. A-
1: so okay, I'd say how foreseeable is it? Because yeah. there are people in hotel rooms they deliberately oh, leave I've the blinds that. open. Yeah, right, me too. And so, and then, but think about it. so if you're walking down a neighborhood street, I love to look in if it's nighttime and people's lights are on. You know, I can't help my eyes just always. I'm always looking at the houses and and your eye you look in and go, oh, that's a pretty house, blah blah blah. Well, so then. If people are there, I think that's more of a question. If they start and they're having heavy makeout session in their house, but they haven't thought to pull the blinds, um, I think maybe it's okay if I just kind of see it in passing and keep going. I think maybe if I were to stand Stop there. and just linger. Right. Then that would feel yeah creepy. Yeah. But otherwise, like I'm entitled to be walking by and right. then if I yeah i don't know but
2: it is it's, a, it's a hard line to figure out where. to like if you it's on you like you have to right. y- you don't have you can't expect privacy when you do something in the front of your house like in a window you know
1: yeah and that's kind of what i think yeah that's-
0: and uh, so you mentioning bar actually spurred uh, my brain to actually realize i was wrong like i don't think this took off because of the cam girl thing i think it was start the ball started rolling prior to that with girls gone wild and all that stuff Because that was you're right. That was women showing themselves off. Right. I mean, for a fucking t-shirt. But but that was sex
2: shows for hundreds of years. Well, I
0: get that, but I'm talking in today's modern world of it being such a popular fetish. Every every human in the world was up at two a.m. at one point in time and saw the stupid girls gone wild commercial and was like, oh, that's awesome! Like girls just show their boobs for nut for like a fucking t-shirt. I can print out fucking t-shirts. Right. Like, and that's what spurred. And that's probably the spark that lit the rest of this flame.
1: Yeah, because you're right. Because that was, quote, real people versus porn stars, right? Just showing off yeah. and flaunting themselves and so they did know a camera was there but it was just I mean that's just, part of the fun of Mardi Gras to go quick, a, yeah. in
0: real life as it is
1: yes oh yeah but, you're right so Mardi Gras is another example yeah. of where yeah the voyeurism the thrill of walking down the street wondering if you're going to see someone flash their boobs and
0: or spending the money to be up in a balcony and yeah. all that yeah
1: yeah like, and it's the fact right these people flash their boobs they don't even just keep them for, for because no. that takes away the fun it's yeah. the oh you've only got a quick minute here yeah. you go it's the same way, like porn used to in the they called them peep shows, and yeah, you, put you put a quarter in and, right, and it and, would run
0: for thirty seconds, and that was and it. then the
1: thing would close. It yeah. really was peep you, and you couldn't see. It. it was like, oh no, I want more, and it would yeah, yeah, keep feeding it. So, and I think that was the girls gone wild too. It's like quick, and then move on to something. Yeah, else. Amsterdam
2: yeah. has had sex shows forever. Same thing, Thailand. You know, people. It's not a novel idea that people go and pay to watch other people have sex. Not it being lie, a novel lie, idea.
0: Lie. I'm just saying for the resurgence of why this fetish has become so openly popular as a fetish like cuz it still is technically a fetish, but it being that popular and that popular with males the in my Internet generation
2: definitely changed it,
0: it all it for real. It kicked off with the girls gone wild, the whatever flashers at Mardi Gras videos or whatever like that yeah. that you could literally spend 30 bucks and you could see 300 pairs of tits of girls who were just like, "Hey, I want a free t-shirt. Here's my boobs."
1: Well, and so for me, it was it was also the real sex series on yeah. HBO. And again, it was quote real because it wasn't porn stars. It wasn't professional sex workers. It was people in quote real life who were doing things. And I was just like, "Oh my god, they really do like I just couldn't believe some of the things that yeah. that they did." So, Yeah, so I think that's the voyeurism and exhibitionist kind of. So my guess is we all have a little bit of it and it just, it depends on kind of where. But I think if you don't have any exhibitionism, then maybe that's when you're even afraid to let your partner see you naked and stuff. And that's not necessarily healthy, right? You want a little bit of a, here, look what I've got. Don't you want to appreciate it? And it feels good to me to be seen by you. I think that's the very, very basis.
0: I mean, that comes to me as like a self-esteem issue that you don't, you can't look at yourself and appreciate who you are or like you're that person who doesn't have any self-esteem at all. Like you need to be able, like, and this goes for everybody in the world. I don't care, guy, girl, whatever. And I don't want to see you naked, but I do. I want to see everybody naked. I know you do. We've talked about this, Yeah. Uh, but you should be able to stand in front of a full body mirror naked and look at yourself and go, okay. Like, I'm yeah, not saying it hard. has to turn you on. I'm not saying it has to, t- you, but you should be able to stare at your entire body naked and not feel like you in a house. By, you can be in a 5,000 square foot house all by yourself on the middle of 50 acres where nobody will ever see. If you can't do that, I would probably recommend going and talking to a doctor because there's probably some self-esteem and, and stuff there that you probably need to get over emotionally yeah. to understand that like, hey, you're just like, right. guess what? You were naked when you came into this, into this world? You might be naked when you die. I mean, if you're lucky.
1: You'll be naked. But you're right. We should have a sense of loving our bodies. And I will tell you for almost every woman, it is really brutally hard to stand in front of a mirror and truly look at yourself. It just is. But um, in a weird twist, and we hadn't talked about this before, but um, literally the blog that I'm writing and publishing out um, today or tomorrow is about how to fall in love with yourself. Because it really is so important because really until you love yourself, you can't you can't do anything for anybody, really. So um, yeah, you can go to sexyedschool.com by the way and check out the blogs and stuff and see. but
0: but yeah, yeah. if you don't feel that little bit of like and, and it's yes, not a, a the of, exhibitionist yeah, it's yes. not the exhibitionist of showing off to somebody who's not supposed to see you. it's to anybody.
1: yeah, and you know what, and so interestingly, I would argue that the nudists now that was the term before I think today's the word is more naturalist naturists right they just they're comfortable in their body I would argue in fact that they are not doing nudity to as a as a means of exhibitionism and voyeurism they literally are just feeling more comfortable they're not trying to show off they're not like getting any thrill out of other people looking at them necessarily it's just that that's their preferred way of being. And I think that might be the difference versus um, somebody who does get a little bit of rush of being seen or seeing somebody, so.
2: There was a, when I went to college, there was a naked club at Brown. I didn't go to Brown, but I heard about it. A few friends of mine did. And they had like a bunch of rules, but one of the interesting ones was if you got a boner, you had to leave because they didn't want to make it like any sort of sexual, didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. So... Oh, that's interesting. Well, I mean, isn't
0: that kind of like, uh, again, just uh, spit or like, not that I haven't, again, haven't, I confess this, I haven't been to a nude beach, but uh, isn't that part of, yeah, like (laughs) if you, if you do, like for guys, for girls, it's easy to get, or for women, it's easy to get turned on and not be able to show it. For guys, if you get turned on, isn't it, aren't you supposed to hide it as best you can until it goes away?
1: Yeah, which quite frankly, I think isn't, I don't think that's actually healthy. I don't think it's really fair. I don't think that men should have to hide their turn on um, because it's a little bit of like turn on shaming, if you will. But there is something about it that somehow when you're nude, you're supposed to, yeah, not get aroused by it. So th- it's like they're trying to combine that naturist naturist kind of person. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that's everybody. And But we really we really should remember that nudity is not necessarily sexual. Um, My family, we didn't have any nudity. I never saw my siblings naked, you know, once they got out to diapers and stuff, um, or my parents. So I grew up just somehow associating nakedness with sex. So everything to me was like a sexual thing. Um, And that's just how I'm, I'm programmed, but I don't think it's healthy. I think we're much better off recognizing that nudity is just natural and then Sexual connotation like is different. French, yeah, yeah, French. like the European that where they just do topless beaches all the time where you may have nude beaches all the time and stuff so but but you can't shame somebody for being raised like I was and then seeing nudity getting aroused and then be like oh, you shouldn't be that aroused. Yeah, that that's the that's thing is right. that
0: like you can't like, I'm not saying that you know, sex and nudity should always be 100% intertwined but at the same time like, you can't enjoy and you know if being nude is more comfortable cool if somebody who's not from that mindset is around you and you are you can't get upset at them for getting turned on by it because right. that's just the way should. the right. chemistry in their brain works and it,
1: yeah and their body works yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah I think that's I think that's exactly true but I do think making trying to set boundaries in certain and trying to focus on this is not about being sexual because hedonism and some of the swingers clubs and resorts and vacations then nudity is more sexual but for naturalists it's
0: not but again just because somebody gets turned on doesn't mean they actually want to fuck you that good point that's the whole point point. like you can get like that's what this whole voyeurism thing is is that just because i get like if i were to get turned on watching somebody and somebody you know getting naked for a shower or something like that that doesn't mean i would want to fuck them it just means that i enjoy seeing them and looking at them and seeing what what are their clothes hiding yeah so if you are one of those people at a nude like at a nude beach or resort or whatever the hell and you get mad that somebody gets turned on by looking at you well it doesn't mean that they want to necessarily fuck you it just means that they like seeing something that they weren't supposed to see or the fact that they're seeing what you were hiding underneath clothing whether by your choice or by the law yeah
1: i frankly think it should be a sign of like of a compliment right it's it's just there's something about you that caused this reaction in my body my brain whatever and be like oh cool just like somebody's eyes light up when they see you and they yeah
0: It's when you go into a fancy neighborhood during Christmas time because you like how the people with really big money spend really big money on decorating their house for for the holidays with lights and stuff like that. It's the same reason why when you're walking through a parking lot and you see a $3 million Lamborghini, you stop and you go, wow. Like, it's just an appreciation for something that you don't always see.
1: That's true. And frankly, I think there are probably men who do get sexually aroused even by seeing all that, like cars or big houses or I don't know um definitely yes so that and that can happen with a woman who walks by with her clothes on yeah so yeah i don't think we should be shaming people like that so yeah okay so now that we've got some idea of where at least we're thinking voyeurism and exhibitionism i would say why don't we think about maybe we can share a few of our own stories (laughs) the good the bad the the ugly um and maybe have some advice for people who want to explore this or push their edges just a little bit or a lot. I don't know. All
0: right, yeah, I but, mean, it'd be helpful to give tips on like... Because I don't know how many people listening to this might go, ooh, I like the idea of that in my brain, right? are just going to just go jump in or go grab a friend and go, hey, I'm single, you're single, you want to go to a swingers club and let people walk around Wait. naked around us? Yeah, like, okay, so we'll... We'll get to that.
2: One thing yeah. we haven't touched upon, what about... Like people who have sex in public places and like the idea of the thrill of getting caught. Does that count as like voyeurism or exhibitionism?
1: That's exhibitionism with a degree. And I think there's always risk. Because I've done that
2: plenty. So I would say like that has been like my most common. Well, not most common. I would say like I have had sex in some whatever public places, you know. okay but it was more like oh shit we're gonna get caught not oh shit are people watching you know that was like let's let's
0: take this back to what you said last week when you decided to uh go down on your boyfriend in the middle of a fucking public alley oh
1: yeah oh no um, it wasn't an alley it was a street street. okay
0: well in a neighborhood street, street you just literally pulled his dick out and started sucking it while you guys were walking down the street put yourself back in that mindset as best you can right now close your eyes or whatever you don't have to but put yourself back in that mindset of how turned on you were, how much you wanted to do that. Had a guy walking his dog walked no. by and saw and stopped and looked for a second, would that have turned you on more or would that have gotten you scared of, me? Oh more. shit, pull up yeah, your pants. Like so you like more no. of, that's more of the risk play yeah, than ri- the was exhibition more, yeah. it?
2: I did not want to get I don't did not want to get caught.
0: That's the that's the thrill for you, is that the the risk it's, of getting caught
1: so it's yeah. the getting away with it's something. The, yeah,
0: it's the gamble. I, yeah. I mean, that's what makes sense knowing your personality. It's the gamble of we could get caught. Oh, shit, this could go bad. <laughs> oh no, for real. Oh, shit, we got away with it yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's not the exhibitionist because you don't want people to see you. I mean, you want you like the thrill of the fact so that somebody could and you got away with not getting caught. I do like certain caught.
1: exhibitionism when I yeah. like, can't get in trouble. The yeah, thing because is that, that's like, the thing. I think actually that if there was... um like, somebody who didn't just stop, but somebody walked by and then went into a, a door. My guess is, afterwards, we would have heard from Tina, oh my gosh, and they saw us. And that little thrill of they saw us is exhibitionism. Yeah,
2: just a little bit. It was more like, this is illegal and we shouldn't be doing this. But there, you know. That
1: too, yeah. I, I think it can go both ways. So, so, so I think probably there are places, people that have... Maybe really it is all about risk and whatever, but yeah. I think they're very yeah, closely yeah, intertwined. Six and one half so you, dozen yeah, you have to kind so. of figure out yeah. for yourself, and then again because we want you to explore. As long as one, you're not going to get arrested, and two, not going to blame us, of course. But also that it's going to be in a way that feels good to you, and not afterwards you're going to regret it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think yeah. you have to really get in touch with yourself because I happen to like some of the risk, but. It's also the idea that somebody would see me like it's it's the risk that they would see me and I would be embarrassed or something and, and whatever that it would do. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, see, I'm so I would be scared in a situation like that, especially like to be a like there's you know, we live in especially in America, like people are just so I don't know. Yeah,
1: the, you the, know, the, the risk of going to jail does not turn me on yeah. at all. Like that's the deterrent. If it was only of being chastised. I would b- take a lot more risks. Like,
2: if I knew I wasn't going to get into legal trouble, maybe. But yes. that's just too much on the forefront of your mind. And I have, right. like, many stories. Like, I have so many stories about this.
0: So, if your boyfriend you. said, hey, let's go to whatever that place is you said, uh, where we can be naked all the time and, like, bang on the balcony where people yeah, can watch that's and stuff, you'd, you'd be and all And I have
2: it. had sex, like, in a hotel up on the mirror, like, some of the apartment, you know, stuff like that, where I knew that people could see. But at the same time, you like no one is uh, going to arrest you for having sex i don't think it's illegal to have sex in- actually i don't really know but i'm guessing if you're in your own private hotel room like it's not illegal to have sex right have a hard time i don't know about balconies
1: but i've had a lot of sex on hotel balconies, yeah, balconies where people could definitely be looking up and see and again i don't know exactly what they would be seeing but it was this idea that they could mm-hmm. see and yeah i but- mean
2: public indecency is like hard to to
1: to whatever yeah so we're not trying to to talk about where the the legal lines truly are because we're foggy on those quite frankly but But, i mean i have like
2: tons of like in college we had the d level challenge which was a level on our library i'm sure most colleges have a form of this where you had to have sex on the in like on the d level which was like the quietest level where everyone went for finals like really only like the hardcore studiers would be there but a lot of people like we all tried it but it's too scary like you're
1: too you know everyone wanted to do it but yeah getting kicked out of school would not be good yeah or, do you, you know. do you know even at a local university they have a naked well they have what they oh, we call had a naked run oh so
2: i wanted to do it but i had tattoos so like you, can, you can't you can do it if you have tattoos so it's a lot put, more easy to identify you put, like masks on so usually they're like paper bags and stuff. Oh. So you I was but, like
1: why can't you run if you have no, tattoos? Was, I
0: was can,
2: totally you can do puzzled. whatever you want. Oh, you're just worried about I getting identified.
0: Yeah, she was oh. more worried about the anonymity tattoos. of it.
1: I yeah. see. Well, this is um they call it a shaving cream run. And they put shaving cream on parts of their body and I'm like, you know, that shaving cream is only going to stay there for about mm, a minute two minutes yeah they know that yeah they know that but it cracked me up i didn't know this that mm-hmm. this we ran through, our li- they
2: ran through our library every year i during love that finals like yeah. three no 200 people would like run naked through our library yeah
0: see i go back to this d-level challenge like i would just pace like a really good friend who was in on it with me to like watch our backs and be like to like hey you're gonna stand guard oh. like i like hey you're my best friend you've seen me naked i don't give a shit. I need you to stand guard and like, cause I wanna knock this out. So, we're, I mean, it's gonna be a whole like three minutes of sex anyway. So, fuck it, just you stand there and you make a fucking noise if somebody's coming.
1: Wait, would you trust a friend
0: not to turn around and watch you though? If they see me naked, I don't care. Now, oh. I'm not that person
2: you're not, yeah, not but the other person has to agree also so it's not just you well right, to, yeah but, yeah yeah so it has to be like the girl you're with has to be comfortable enough for you yeah
0: but uh, uh, like, that's what i'm saying is if, you, if you're in a big group of friends that this is something that's open and you guys talk about and oh my god are you gonna right. do it oh my god are you gonna do it that's when you work out or a system sex,
1: right? see this is how right aaron's belief that you can do anything you just have to be prepared yeah. and yeah. that's that's no great. that's I mean, not again totally that's
0: not who i am i'm not I'm not so open that I would want to be, I don't know if I'd want to be in the same room, like, cause I know friends that have been in the same well, in hotel. College?
2: Room, like, oh my God. We used to fucking like, cause everyone lived in like fucking, we lived in rooms with two, three people and everyone was having like, yeah, almost, you went to school in the Northeast. Sex. So you were having school, you were having sex with your,
1: with your roommate in the room. None of my roommate. Nope. Well, I didn't have that many roommates in college, quite frankly, but none of my friends were like having sex with other people. in the room.
0: Oh, I had, a, I had a roommate my freshman year. And then when I went back and went to another school, uh, I had an apartment all by myself and I worked 40 something hours a week plus going to school 20 hours a week or 18 hours a week or whatever to make sure that I could live by myself because I didn't want to be around people. I wanted to be able to do my own thing.
1: Because there are people that have, um, I know, roommates and friend groups that have kind of had to break up because one person was having too many overnights and stuff. And um, yeah, it's kind of. Kind but yeah like I,
0: I know people who have gone on like couples trips together for like wh- like going to a friend's wedding and they've split the room and like hey we're gonna have sex in the bed you guys go have sex in the bathroom kind of thing like after the wedding like turns. that's weird to me like that i i wouldn't want to do that oh that's funny
2: Oh, I've yeah, definitely but that's why, been on vacation and, like, but had like, sex see, you're, the same time that type as my see,
0: You're that type of person, know. so I would have imagined that you would have, in that group of friends, you would have found somebody and gone, okay, <laughs> you're the lookout, we're going to do it, and then we're going to come back next week, and I'll be the lookout, and you I guys do it. I had sex
1: on a
2: Miami beach right next to one of my best friends who was also having sex on Miami beach, and a bunch of... There were people watching. But you them, didn't right. complete
0: this challenge because you didn't think forward.
2: So you didn't well, have there sex on the... were people watching, actually, for our benefit well our our behalf people who were in our group wait so did friends. you get it wait, did you get the library challenge did you succeed no no no, you no, no, did. no. The okay, guy that's the
0: point g- is that you <laughs> you didn't have
2: so i didn't even get to like the sex part but i have a good friend who who said she was the closest person i know in my circle who did it the few people i know did it and she said the guy couldn't finish because he was too, too much scared. Yeah. yeah that is funny so- i mean does
0: finishing have to happen i mean
2: no, no. I mean, this is not a, 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 a where Again, I went to you're school sanctioned for like, event. You're looking for <laughs> <Yeah>. like
0: 90 <laughs> seconds of like get in, get out. Hey, we did it. Like three thrusts and let's go.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: I don't Anyways, know. so but you know, there's lots of like I have lots of those stories that would be considered exhibitionists to an extent. You know, mm-hmm. so you can't. You yeah, know. risky
1: behavior activity that is designed that there is a. Higher than likely chance of somebody witnessing at least part yeah, of it exactly. or getting caught. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. I think that's definitely some boyerism I've had stairwells. I think elevators Roadhead. are very, very, very common. Roadhead. Yeah, driving by and having the truck truckers like honk yeah. at you and stuff as you're going oh, by because yeah, your head's in somebody's or, lap or like yeah
2: flashing yeah flashing anyone.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've like been in cars and driven. Basically, I'm half naked or something or had a vibrator going with my legs between. Yeah. And stuff oh like God. that. So, yeah. I, I wasn't driving at the time, I have to say. Well, yeah, I would hope not. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify. It was not that. But yeah. So um, I think there are lots of women who will wear um sort of sheer tops without bras and everything. That's okay, well, kind I of a form of it's exhibitionism. It's
2: a slippery slip. Like whatever women wear or men like you're not asking like you can wear whatever you want and it like doesn't have to be sex like you're not looking for it to be sexual you know
1: not not necessarily but i think there are times where you are deliberately doing it right Mm -hmm. and and that's okay too but again there is it's a very fine line um and if you for example if you're wearing a skirt and you're not wearing underwear you would say okay most people aren't going to see but you do run the risk that you're going to walk by something and you know a grate is going to blow up some air i never wear underwear
2: but it's not because it's a sexual like it's it the thing at all. It's because I yeah. just don't like underwear.
1: Yeah. And that could be, but there are some people who do it as a form of sort of sexy play and it makes them sort of turned on. And but
2: I rarely wear skirts and dresses just because of that fact. And if I do, I probably wear underwear. Yeah.
0: But I mean, it's uh, that, this is a whole nother area we could go down because I have a feeling you are going to get mad at me for this. It's just like a, a woman who wears a really low cut top or a really tight, like really tight jeans and then gets upset. that A guy checked out her ass. Like, No, you're clearly like whether you're not doing it for a public you did it to feel good about yourself. Don't be mad that somebody thought you were appealing to and wanted to look at you. Now, if they're if they're constantly staring at you, that's one thing. But if you walk by a guy and you have really nice tits with really good cleavage going and he looks down as he's passing you, don't be pissed. Like that's again like stopping and seeing a really cool work of art. Right. Like Don't be why is everybody objectifying me? No, it's not an objectification thing. It's a I saw something that I liked. Take it as a fucking compliment and don't be a pain in the ass.
2: Yeah. Well... I would disagree. I think looking is fine. You And you obviously have to have some modicum of self-awareness when you dress. Like, obviously, if you're wearing something. Yeah. But, like, most of the time, it's not just looking. But that's what I'm well, saying. That, it's so the,
0: it, is the constant peering. Like, if it's right. a dude who's following you around the bookstore because, like, he's, he thinks that you're attracted. That's one thing. If he's just going to follow you and stare at you and not have, like, if he wants to talk to you and but doesn't have the balls to go up and talk to you, that's different. That's just being a creep.
1: So, think of it just the same way we talked about. If you're walking down the street. Yeah and you glance in somebody's window you glance in somebody's window and you kind of keep going that's exactly but if you just stand there staring in that's a little creepy and it can be a little bit bothersome how's that and there you can just close the curtains but if you're out in public you can't you don't have the curtains to close so then I do think there needs to be a way you should be able to to move on or something it's just not oh it doesn't feel good right it may not be illegal but it doesn't feel good and I think that's a reasonable place to recognize that there are, there are people's behavior that doesn't make us feel good. There are ways that somebody can look at us that doesn't make us feel good. And they might have the quote right to do it, but it still doesn't make it feel good. <laughs> and that's okay.
0: But that's again, that's a uh, that's just human nature. That's a you problem at that point in time. Like <laughs> you could you don't have to wear the low cut top. You could wear a hoodie, you could wear a jacket, you could wear just a regular neckline. Like,
1: it, that's right you have a choice and they have a choice and it's yeah. just a question of if we want to encourage people to be more polite to be kinder then we want them to not necessarily make other people feel bad but yeah what so they th- again, say it's something well, but wait, again
0: that's something again that's it depends on how you go about now if i were to see you walking down the street like we okay we're in the same store and you're dressed with a low-cut top and i think it looks really good on you if i look at you once and I keep going, and I'm on a different aisle, and then I see you again in the store, and I say something of, like, hey, I really like that out or something to, like, just start a conversation of, like, me hitting on you, that's different. Now, if I'm literally following you up and down every aisle, like, sneaking around, that's, that's weird. Creepy. That's creepy.
1: Right. So I If it's think
0: literally this- a, I am trying to engage you and, and right. kickstart something, that's just me, hey... I right. saw someone I find attractive. I want to be able to connect with them. Yeah, I, want I think to it's see a what real slippery happen.
2: slip for all guys. Just FYI, to start a conversation with, I really like your outfit. To me, I don't know.
1: I, I mean, but people have the right to, to do it. And I, I, so I would say I see this all the time, and I get this on my YouTube channel, right? I show up and I wear things that I hope look good because you know I want to be able to to look at these videos and not be embarrassed by them. So I do try to look good. I try to look a little bit sexy because I'm talking about sexy stuff and I like it. And then I will get people on there that will say, wow, you look really great or I really love that dress. Now, maybe they're trying to be kind of a lecher, creepy about it. I just take it as a compliment and I say, thank you. Now, if they go like too far and they go, oh, this, you know, I'd like this and oh, I wish you'd sit on my face. I find that a little offensive. Like they went too far and I'm just like, I just kind of, that's not, that's not good. But otherwise, I try to just give people the benefit of the doubt and to recognize I am putting myself out there. I know what I'm wearing. I am, you know, I it's okay. And then how could I then expect them to overlook that, right? When I wear a sexy bra or something, I know people are going to see that. So it's foolish to think oh, they're going to see this and I'm wearing it and nobody's going to talk about it. That's kind of like stupid to me. So yeah, if somebody says, hey, I like the video and I love that bra, I'm like, cool. Thank you. That's a win-win for everybody, I think. But um, but you're,
2: so, all, but you're also it's within the realm of like, like you're already talking about sex, like you're you know like this isn't.
1: But if you're out in public in whatever you're wearing, and frankly, if you're wearing a tie dye outfit or you're wearing um a panda costume, if
2: I'm at CVS, I, and I I'm wearing like let's say I'm wearing like spandex shorts. So I just came from the gym, and guy goes, oh, I really like your outfit. I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's a little fucking creepy that you came up to me like while I'm doing while I'm buying like fucking tampons at CVS that you just told me like staring at my ass that you like my outfit.
1: Well, okay. Right. So I would say it was just not in a in really bar. great... That's it wasn't not, a great pickup line, right? He just, he just failed. That's but like, all. But, I, I've, yeah, told a, I've
0: told a woman in the grocery store that like... And I'm married. And I was like, hey, I really like that shirt. Now, it yeah. was a really cool shirt and it was college that different, I went to that nobody else so went to. Different,
1: not, but not so different. So context. Thing. I think context makes a big difference and I think... But you're right that... If men are actually looking to connect more, they probably are better introducing something else. Like I said, I prefer on the videos if they say if something about the content and then if they want to compliment my looks also, that's fine. If they just talk about Like if about a guy's my, picking me up in a bar and I'm
2: wearing something super low cut and I have, you know, not to brag, a, a voluptuous chest, I wouldn't mind that. Like if, we had, if he had came up to me and started talking to me about something else and then like, you know, we we're flirting, he's like, damn, your tits look great in that dress or shirt i'd be like okay that's fine that's
0: fair but i'm saying this is a stranger who has literally got nothing that they have learned nothing about you except for the superficial all they have seen yeah. is the outside of the car they don't know what the engine they don't know how the engine runs they don't know how the the upholstery feels they don't know anything they see something from the outside and they like say, and they're nice trying smile to
1: smile
2: or well, yeah you know, okay well so no. here's the
1: thing though going back to our topic let's just put it this way when it comes to x ex- being an exhibitionist then you take the chance that people are going to handle it the way that you want them to or not. You just have to understand that, that some people will respond well, in your view, to whatever it is you're doing, and some people are not going to respond the way that you like. So somebody might be like, cover those boobs up, and somebody else might be going, those are great. Either way, you take that chance. So we just have to each recognize that we all do have free will, and we just want to Figure out again where your comfort zone is, yeah, and then do. Yeah. So, all right. So, if people want to play in that, then in the realm of pushing their buttons, again, don't do a peeping tom. Don't just go up and kind of stand outside people's windows. Don't creep through yards. That can get you arrested. Don't do that. Oh, like um, that is just weird. Well, it's it's yeah. I mean, so,
2: these days, I think um, your best bet to be a voyeur is either on the internet so we talked about this yeah but there's something
1: more in person so let's think about where can people go so there are lots of bars where you see people dressing in all sorts of shirts with their boobs hanging out short skirts high heels you can go to um like there are places that we know are oh you can go to burlesque shows there are sort of there's all sorts of different they're sexy places in every city would a
0: burlesque show count as voyeurism though, because that is well, like an on-stage performance. Wait, That's that, just like a strip know, club. That, that not not strip is, club but people voyeurism? there,
1: people will dress even in the audience. They will be dressing in more seductive ways, in keeping with the theme and stuff. So you can wait. Is a strip club a little voyeurism? Bit more. Um, I think there might be some thrill of that maybe that's where the private dances come or something you know that that sort of stuff because otherwise on stage they know they're being looked at so that's where more of the performance but who knows I think I don't know
0: for a voyeuristic I wouldn't count a strip club as voyeuristic because you are literally there for that like Unless you are literally the guy who sits in the corner of the strip club and doesn't talk and doesn't engage with anybody, then like that would be a quote unquote voyeuristic thing. But that or, also is borderline creepy.
1: But you could be somebody there watching other people get dances and watching the men like because I true. could go and yeah. the women that I know they're performing, they wouldn't like that wouldn't excite me. But seeing how the men respond to them and everything, that, that would, would be, would more, be yeah, but voyeurism. Just right? A guy going
0: yeah. to watch women at a strip club dance and take off their shirt. That's I mean that's just what they're supposed to do that's
1: performance yeah but what about yeah. a sex show? again if it's a, if it's done for the purposes like on a stage kind of thing then it's the performance I think but I think when you go to like if you go to a quote like an open party or you go to a, a make out bar where a
2: makeout bar.
1: Yeah. What is that? Well, so in Houston, there's this place called Marfrelas. That's where I used to host sexy tri- trivia. It's, it's very much a makeup bar. You can go there, you can dress revealing, you can be baking out, fooling around, okay, so
2: maybe that's and stuff like, like, like a, that. Find your but you city's know, makeup bar.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you can find places where sort of the cozy little corners in the table where it's okay to kind of as long as you're not drawing too much attention to yourself but you know that people can watch you like in want. vegas
2: there's a lot oh, of yeah. voyeurism that happens in yes. like because they set up restaurants and clubs and stuff so people right. and you know Knowing that people, people are, are getting free. i literally happened to this yeah. is, was unintentional but me and my dad are sitting in this restaurant The couple like across from us who's like a much older gentleman a much younger woman were like Straight up making like, like I swear there was like third base, and they knew that we were watching because they kept right. looking at us. I'm like, D- No, yeah. this is with my dad. Like, oh yeah. my god, although the age difference yes. is the age difference no, and they probably I, I thought it was the same They thought right. we were like yeah. another couple yes. or something, and they were trying to like engage. I was like, Yep, this oh. is horrible, yes. Like,
1: That's exactly, and that's where you might get the reaction you want, and you might not. But yeah, yeah, I think Vegas, actually Vegas is a great place for people to go if they want to play with either voyeurism or exhibitionism, because you can wear pretty much anything you want, or as little as you want, and you can watch all sorts of things, you can get away, it's just that sort of more, it's a hedonistic environment, if you will so that can be kind of fun and the pools people are doing all sorts of things in the pools there and on the chairs and the cabanas so i think that's kind of a really a relatively safe and easy place to do um and then obviously swingers clubs i think are great we need to do a couple of different shows and we'll talk about more the etiquette and stuff there but um those are good places but i will caution you no matter where you are check the places out because there are some that are very nice and i would feel very safe and comfortable and some that would not necessarily feel as comfortable to me. So um, you do want to know where you're going. Um, And then there are all sorts of different private parties and things like that, that if you really want to find a community of swingers or uh, naturists naturists or whatever, you can find that. Um, You can play with the sheer like clothing. You can play with not wearing underwear. You can play with making out at restaurants or feeling each other up. You can play with taking sexy pictures
2: wear don't wear a bra, don't, Shit,
1: wear a bra. I don't wear
2: a bra and and honestly i don't do again i just don't like bras but it's gotten like you know like if you're with someone and they know you're not wearing a bra you know they can feel you up much easier it happens yes. at baseball games all the time
1: yes oh yeah you movie, know, theaters, movie and theaters and stuff oh, yeah, yeah shows oh my gosh where um There are insertable remote control vibrators or wearable cock rings and stuff that he can wear. So playing with those things is very much plays with that exhibitionism, voyeurism, because it's like the sneaking around and the risky that you're, you're playing with things, you can feel things that nobody else necessarily knows, but they might see you jump, they might see you have like some women will orgasm from them and stuff. And so you can play with those kinds of things. You can wear different, you could wear a collar, you could wear rope you can get like shibari um have somebody do some shibari ties and stuff so that you might he- see hints of rope and stuff and you're wearing those and people might see more or less
2: so that's like more on the exhibitionist side yeah i would say
1: yeah and um and then yeah hotel rooms and stuff okay wait so aaron um you haven't had, you said, you you did the cams, but have you ever played with voyeurism and exhibitionism since the, watching those cam girls? I mean, other than cam being women? like
0: naked around my wife or yeah. like by myself, like if I, like when I lived by myself in college, there were times where I would just be naked in my apartment because I, one, I didn't really feel like doing more fucking laundry, but two, I just didn't care. Like nobody would have seen me anyways because.
1: No. So if nobody's going to see you, that's not really. Yeah. No. It's,
0: um, but.
1: Okay, so here's here's my question for you. If there were a hotel room and you just wanted to be naked because you kind of like that, but you leave the window blinds open, would you get any thrill if there was a hot woman that could see into your hotel room?
0: Uh, Probably not. That would give me stage fright, I think. Really? Like, not even... Well, do I know that she's watching me? Well, what if you think she might be watching Like you think You're not really sure I mean what am I Am I just like Hanging out watching TV Naked on a hotel bed Yeah you're just
1: Maybe you're pacing On the phone I don't know In other words You just You're naked Doing whatever And you just think That she might be watching Would you close the blinds I probably
0: wouldn't Just because I don't Like I mean I'm married So I probably would now Because again Like It's mostly for my wife Um But I mean I don't know what I mean (laughs) I don't know how to describe it that way i mean i don't know but like would idea, she be pissed if if a woman was if i knew a woman was watching me while i was naked in a hotel room and i didn't shut the blinds yeah she'd be pissed she would
1: yeah. even if it was a total stranger Huh. 100 percent. oh see i'm thinking she'd be like yeah you're again like my language you're my ferrari and i'm excited that somebody sees you i mean don't follow up with it we don't know her but yeah she should be jealous of what i've got
0: no i think you're in the minority there
1: hmm. okay that's interesting so i've had um I've had dares from my partners that like to open a hotel room door naked, for example, for room service or whatever it was or something. And I was like, okay, like pay me a couple hundred dollars and I'll let somebody see me naked real quick. It was like totally fun. And yeah, so, and they, I think kind of got a thrill that somebody else got a glimpse of me. I mean, clearly it wasn't anything that was going to happen. So I don't know. Seems to me like there are a lot of men who who very much like the idea of other men being able to drool over their female partner. Not necessarily do anything else, but... Because think about men who go in Vegas and all the skimpy bikinis and everything like that. I mean, come on. You know people are watching and there's they're not hiding a whole lot. No. So, I don't know. To me, that's where this woman across the hall, you know, across the way looking in your hotel room is. Like, if
0: I were single, I mean, it's been so long... I. I probably think it would one I would be like why the fuck is she look like honestly what is what is that appealing about Okay this? so
1: that's where we'd need to work on but, that you would be But attractive. also it would
0: probably give me stage fright of like okay like I, I don't know what to do I don't know how to act it would be a it would be like a do I just go about like is she watching me because she's enjoying the fact that I'm just going about my life or is she expecting me to do something
1: Oh so that's where then it would turn it into a performance instead of it just simply being ooh somebody might catch yeah. me and see me. Okay, that makes sense. And that's,
0: again, where a lot of the stage fright would come in and be like, I don't know if I really would want to do that while somebody's watching. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if I could do that while somebody's right. watching. Okay,
1: that makes sense. That makes sense. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. All right, but, well. Yeah. That could be an idea. So I think that going to a hotel room and leaving windows open or leaving shades open is kind of a good way to play with the thought and to see if how you react to it, yeah, in a pretty safe, safe environment. So, I don't know. All right. So, any other ideas for I just people? I've
2: had sex in like so many places that people could see. Honestly, honestly, I've been videotaped, like, without my. Well, you know,
1: no, we don't know. Videotaped. I think I've
2: told this story, but like when we had that five some ish thing in the pool. I had one a long time ago. Someone was like videoing us because it was literally in the courtyard of like a pool of an apartment building. Wow. So I have no idea who they were. They were like, yeah, they were like cheering us on and stuff. But, oh. you know, stuff like that were...
1: See that, but, and that's funny because that would kind of perhaps bother me more than doing a naked run and getting identified and something. Yeah. But, yeah. but and now actually, so the the risk... Um, where the consent comes in, I think, is the drones. Yeah. Right? If you're hanging out in your own backyard with a fence and you're busy fucking and your neighbor's flying a drone and filming you but and that's stuff, illegal. I would argue. That's definitely illegal. Is it? Okay. Yeah. So I
2: don't think all what the he rules- was doing was necessarily illegal. Yeah. Because like, you have, it's again, if it's you're like public, you were in a public I, place. I think it, with videoing, it's the same thing as recording. If you're in a public space, you can't expect privacy, just right. like when people record you if you're in a public space, you know? Yeah. So. Well,
1: there, so you might have a whole nother sex tape, so.
2: Probably, I honestly probably. Have you checked <laughs> yes. the hub for it? No, I don't even know what I would search. Like five crazy drunk people that, that, in the ah, <laughs> There on goes Erin to search.
1: Go for it. No, so,
0: I am not searching
1: for um, <laughs> Yeah. But so I think clearly, Tina, you have very much some exhibitionist tendencies, if you will. A little turn on. I think I oh I know I have a lot. Actually, I know I have a lot. I love going to sexy parties and watching people have all sorts of sexy. That's fun more and the stuff. voyeuristic tendency. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm voyeuristic. more like, I'm
0: more like totally. that than I would be exhibitionist.
1: But then I'm okay. The exhibitionist part is harder for me. Because I am insecure about my body and people watching and judging, and yet there's also really great turn-on. So the turn-on for me in being exhibited is probably greater than for me watching, because watching is just easier, which is funny. So you can have that, right? You can love it and hate it at the very same time. It's that erotically charged, painfully pleasurable kind of sensation. Yeah. Yeah. But once you learn to admit it, it's a lot better, because otherwise... You just are fumbling around. So try it. See what you think. But all right. I think anybody else have anything to add before we go about
0: exhibitionism
1: and voyeurism?
0: Uh, I I uh, not about that. that. Just don't be creepy, Yeah, I guess.
1: Don't be creepy. Be respectful. Yeah. Yes. I think and that's... try
2: it, honestly.
1: And try it, right? Push your edges. Let us know what works for you. Let us know if you have ideas that you might want to share with others or if you have stories. Again, we don't want you know anyway keep it to our level of stuff please so um but then again i don't know i suppose there's a little bit of an exhibitionist if you just write us in with graphic detail then that could be your turn on too there you go so there could be all sorts of stuff so um maybe by talking here we're all being a little bit of exhibitionists that's meta Yes, there we go. Anyway, all right. Well, I am Beth Darling, your sexy genius from sexyedschool.com. Please go to sexyedschool.com, sign up for our newsletter, get a free erotic short story and go check out my classes on how to blow his mind while loving his body, the art of orally pleasuring her, and for men, how to increase your orgasm up to 10 times using a, a narrow prostate massager. So, again, sexyedschool.com is where the smart, successful, and spiritual people even go for their graduate degree in love.
0: Thanks for listening. Also, while you're here, uh, make sure you go and leave us a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts. Go rate us five stars, leave a review, let people know what you like. Uh, You can always follow us on social media, at Come With Us Podcast on Facebook, on Instagram, at Come With Us Pod on Twitter. DMs are open on all those, or if you want to set in, you know, your experience with exhibitionism and voyeurism, or maybe you're looking to get into it and you don't know exactly how to go about it and you want some advice, just hit us up, email us, comewithusconfessions at gmail.com, come with us, confessions at gmail.com, and uh, yeah, we'll figure out a way to help you branch out and experience something new.
1: Yes. And if you have any other questions or topics you'd like us to co- to cover, Again, email us, reach out, let us know. We are happy to help fuel your desires. All right, I'm Beth Darling, your sexy genius. Thank you, thank you, thank you from Tina and Aaron. Thanks for joining us for the podcast you need when you want the bare naked truth about love, sex, and relationships.
2: Bye. Thanks
1: for listening to the Come With Us podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at Come With Us podcast and send in your questions, comments, and confessions to Come Confessions at gmail.com. Until next time, keep it fun, flirty, and naughty.